Hey guys, welcome back to Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. This is episode 10. Tonight we're going to be talking about how a deal is both a deal and a wholesale. So that's Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. Alright, so here we are on episode 10. Um, somehow feels important because it's two digits. I don't know, episode 10. So here we are, we're going to be talking about deals and how every deal is a wholesale or a flip because a lot of times we're treating everything like a deal and we're missing opportunity. So tonight we're going to start in with just at the top that sometimes the mindset creeps in when buying that you're really just looking for a deal for yourself and you're spending all that energy looking for one deal for yourself. But we can start to open our eyes a little wider specifically with the deals that we get because a lot of times we are very bent on actually doing the deal that we want to do like we got this contract we're like i'm hell bent on completing this thing but someone else can make more money on it than you and you can take a piece and move it because it's probably not the best thing for you so a couple of the students tonight they had deals that were good decent deals but they were just a little bit heavy so I started to explain um, to one of the students that you're you got to be shopping at one level up when you're wholesaling because he went and he wholesaled it across his list, but his list was the same list as the one he's in. So you have to wholesale up to the next bracket because their numbers are completely different. For what we're doing, we have a particular buying system, but the next person up, maybe he's using his own money. Maybe he's doing the deal himself. So the next tier up is where you want to be selling that. But a lot of times we get a contract and we get set on doing the thing yourself. At the beginning of your deal, as soon as you get a contract, you want to begin to sell it. Because if you can get half of your income expectation without actually doing the deal, then certainly it's worth moving a contract. And the next buyer up is a little less picky than yours. So if you're able to uh, get contracts in your position where you're being aggressive and you're buying 40 to 60 cents on the dollar, there is someone buying at 50 to 70 cents on the dollar and someone buying at 60 to 80 cents on the dollar. And all of that makes sense for that for them. But we got to start at the beginning because what happens is we run out of time. The money's maybe not coming together like you wanted to. Now you got to buy an extension. But you could have liquidated that contract in like five days. You know, you look at it and you say, you know, I'm not really that invested in it. This person's willing to give me half or something close to half of what I would make by doing it. Well, that seems like a lot less risk and it's a kind of a risky thing already. So you could move that contract early on. You don't have to stress about funding the thing. But you also do start funding it as if you're going to do it. You might not shop it through your list, but you start to prepare the idea and get it going. But right at the beginning of the deal, and here's the big takeaway, is right at the beginning of the deal, we got to start going left and right so that we don't run out of time while we're going through our our deal process because, you know, it's closing 30 days, something like that. <clears throat> we got to decide right at the beginning to, to do both. Otherwise, you're going to run out of time. You're going to be pressured in your wholesale meeting, and in your wholesale meeting, you're going to be pressured to take something less than what you could have got when you acquired the contract confidently at the beginning so we want to start sooner with uh, our buying 
as well as when you're out there, now you're looking, understanding that there is a higher bracket, you can start just tying up contracts and moving it to people who are less aggressive on the market. They're not paying attention. Usually the people above the aggressive buyers are going to be your your buy and hold people, and those characters will take any sort of deal you bring them in those numbers because they've got a different buying structure. So if you, it turns out you're negotiating this this flip and it doesn't turn into a flip but it lands as a, a buy and hold, well, you can still hold that contract conditionally when you're buying, shop it to your list, and maybe you can wholesale it without ever moving it off of off of your possession. Like you don't actually take any control of it other than with the paperwork. So without ever actually owning it, you take that fee and you sign them the contract. But the fee there is to find it. So when you're out there and deal and flips are turning into something that looks like a buy and hold, don't force it into a flip. Just treat it what it is and put it in the right person's hands. You know, we were doing the numbers on this deal and with my students' numbers, our numbers here, it's kind of coming out to making nothing. And then I said, well, what about if we sold it to a guy who's doing his own money and he's also doing his own rentals to some degree? So he doesn't take the ten cents carrying cost because he's getting some mortgage and it costs him almost nothing. And then our thirty k reno is actually twenty for him, and he's picking up all that ten cents and another couple cents of profit percentage in the deal that's not available to us because of our structure. So while you might shop it to your immediate list of people like you, well, it's if it's not that interesting to you, why would it be interesting to people like you? You got to go one tier up when you're selling it because the next guy's making fifty thousand dollars but in transactional and carrying and the system that we use to pay out the contractors this person's netting about nothing so you don't do that deal you treat it for what it is and you push it out to your list or you drop it you know don't be afraid to drop the deal it's part of becoming an aggressive acquisitions person if you're not aggressive you're probably missing opportunity so don't just go shopping for yourself when a flip is turning into a buy and hold and the numbers aren't good in the negotiation treat it for what it is and start wholesaling it right away if you can move the contracting conditions you can make a a decent profit expectation in in the whole year you could tack on i don't know twenty five or thirty thousand dollars of small little side deals while just doing your regular job, but not if you're only buying for yourself. So when you're out there, you got to make sure that uh, you're paying attention to everything and remembering that there are people who are going to pay more than what you did because you're an aggressive buyer. So that's Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. All right, thanks for listening. This has been Episode 10 of Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. I just appreciate everyone listening along. And again, you can favorite this channel or subscribe, and I really appreciate that. Until next time, that's Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky.